When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, we have the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to the beautiful What's people. What's going on, beautiful people? Really dressed like a child, and we love that for you today. <laughs> really dressed like a child. Yeah, put Mickey Mouse on. Not even basketball season. <laughs> uh, this is absolutely tremendous. We have a fire guest. This guy is so funny. I'm sure that you've seen him do stand-up. He does stand-up all, all around the United States. His clips are fucking viral, every single one of them. He has an amazing uh, Amazon special shelf life. Uh, check it out. He also has a podcast called The Downside. Give it up for Gianmarco Sorosi. Hello. What's just, up? just you know, it's Serezi. Just for the podcast, Serezi. It's fine. I said it wrong. Yeah, but it was fine. I don't give a shit. It's I don't care. Serezi. Now, do you know? You, you remember when you Uh-oh, coached? This is the fingers already finger pointed. I got some shit to say too. All right, Jim, don't fuck with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Way back before stand up, I was you know, I was dabbling in improv. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and okay. Uh, you made the, hey, let me tell you this: you made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a little team. It performed at the tank, and we hired you to coach. I think once, uh-huh. and you're you're very you're very good. But yeah. there was like a moment where you know I like I made a choice in a scene that that made everyone leave the stage except for me. And obviously we needed to rap, and he was coaching, and he said, "No, don't rap it, don't rap it, stay." And just just to like it was a it was a shaming tactic. Okay. And it was a moment where I had created a scenario where I had ended the scene. Okay. And 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 Sebastian was just like, "No, no, no, nobody help." stay and let me just stand there for a good amount of time okay. and i never forgot it it oh was one of the God. it was you know it was the kind of shame you no, don't have those moments wait all right all right all right who's there it though was, how many it, there's an audience I mean, is I there know, an audience it was, no no just impro- it was training it was, coaching. Oh, so it was, it was coaching. in champion studio there were three people in so the room who's sh- <laughs> what's the shame you feel from the I, I, other I can, people i can in generate room. enough shame by myself really? i don't okay, need anyone else in the room but it was so, it was <laughs> I, I will like... always just remember it. I, I will never I just that moment of just like you son of a bitch. And oh, you wow. said no 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 nobody help. Nobody help. And it was just it Did you grow felt... from that moment? Look at him. He's No, awesome. I quit improv. You quit improv. No, don't you dare. That's what happened. You did not quit improv. No, you that were moment. you were a good coach and I I But liked... that is a dick move. It is a dick move. You went to theater school. What the fuck? I'm sure you have real trauma from teachers. I do. If you, <laughs> How if, dare you? If you were, it comes so, out if immediately. you were older than me, I think uh, I would have been like, wow, that was a good lesson. But uh, when it's someone your same age, yeah. you're like, fuck this son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, I get it. But you were a good coach. I like sure. mean. I like my teachers mean. Wow. You do? I like teachers who yell. Wow. I like teachers who shame. Okay. And it's been so long since I've had that. You kind of lose that as an adult. Well, I'm happy I gave you that. You're welcome. <laughs> it, Fuck th- you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> now we will be silent for the whole podcast. You must talk. <laughs> I can see you if I, if I mess up a, a, a run of jokes. No, no, don't help. Don't help. No, leave, leave him alone. Leave him alone. I remember that time. I you met, do? Yeah, I remember meeting you. You know why? Because... You sat on the floor, shoes off, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> and you proceeded to eat four bananas in a row. 
You proceeded me. to eat four bananas in a row, and I saw you today, and you slammed two bananas on a two-minute walk. You're the banana boy. Oh, wow. You eat a lot of bananas. Hey, bananas he, are good. He literally had a backpack and, like, revealing them one at a time, pulling them from his bag. How many more do you have? Just now, today? Yeah, yeah. No, I, in the I, backpack? I ate two earlier today. And that's it. Four is enough. Four is a lot. Of course is I remembered lot. you. Four bananas in a Good. row? <laughs> Shoes off? And you said, this kid needs some shame in his life. <laughs> He's you living no too shame. free. <laughs> wow. How many bananas are you putting down a day? You clearly haven't stopped the habit. However many I can get for that dollar at the uh, fruit stand. So if I'm in a place, five, five bananas for a buck, I'm eating all five. That's what it was. You must have got four for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's it can't incredible. be good. I don't know, but I'm so big. I feel like it's okay. Some you're, people are like, one banana a day is enough. And I'm like, I'm six foot four. You're huge. I'm huge. You're so big. I stood next to you and I was like, I forgot how tall he was. Yeah. Yeah. You're a tall man. And that's why you were like, I'm going to make him feel small. I did not make you feel small. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. We haven't had real drama on the pod Never. Yet. I'm no, so excited. No real drama. No one to come enough. on immediately accuse Sebastian. Enough. That's amazing. How long did you hold on to that? Uh, what do you mean? He's just like, oh. well, it's, <laughs> or, or, what do I have to do to put you at peace? No, no, we, we are very much at peace. I'm just trying to think like, what is it? Because I have grudges and they, they shift. They go sure. away. Sometimes they fade. Sometimes okay. you feel. But but you're nice. You've been nice to me since. That's nice. Yeah. It was, a, it was a long time ago. It was pre-COVID. Anything was, pre-COVID yeah. wiped out a lot of beef. A, a lot of I grudges. I mean, this honestly yeah. probably was eight years ago. Yes. This it was, was a, a long time ago. I probably might have been living with my mother in Staten Island still. Sure. This sure. was that That's long. what I said to me in the moment. I said, he still lives with his mother in Staten Island. Yeah, but she was so. a beautiful soul. Yeah. Is your mother Italian or your, fa your father, right? Father's Italian and not even that Italian. I'm sure you're much more Italian. No, I'm not. I lie. I'm, ha I'm half, but I'm really a quarter. I think I'm even less than a quarter. Really? Oh, wow. I had some random Sicilians reach out, like with the last name Serezi, on Instagram, and they were like, oh. I think we're related. But then they said they might be Jewish. Oh, and wow. I said, oh, my God, I'm Jewish on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but my dad, my dad really raised me as if we were 100% Italian. And he was... I fucking love that. I think that's what you are the most. Is like the culture that you're raised, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but, but, like, but it wasn't the real culture. Like, no. he'd be like, oh, oh we, we, have a, so we have a Cerezi sauce. Oh. You got, and he would, and, and I, one day I said, how do you make the Cerezi sauce? First step, you put the ragu in the microwave. Oh, no. Oh, and, oh, no. And then, and then you oh, no. put it on a pot and you put in some butter and sugar and yeah. some shit. And, and oh. so it tasted really good. Sure. But it was sugar. not. But it was not ragu. like some recipe on a piece of paper written down. Wow. So. What did he see? He saw movies. That, he, like, grew up in a neighborhood. He watched The Godfather. We once we were at a restaurant. Uh -huh. My my little sister. She said the dish was spicy. My dad started like getting a, uh, yelling at the waiter for lying that it was spicy. And I, I took maybe a bite. he was full Italian. Yeah, he sounds maybe <laughs> maybe just start screaming at the waiter. He you gave my daughter a spicy fucking dish. The screaming at the waiter, the cheating for sure. He had the those cheating? elements. The oh, cheating. Oh, the cheating. The cheating. <laughs> the cheating is the most Italian thing he's ever done. And I think that's what he did. I think like when my mom found it and other people, he was like, "Hey, I'm Italian." That's beautiful. <laughs> it was only for the bad things. Oh, I love that. Italian for the bad, not the good. No culture, no art. Never went to a museum. Never. He so he you buy he would he would give money to the Met when he had money in like of the nineties. He would go okay. to see Pavarotti. My mom said he'd fall asleep. <laughs> beginning of Aria. So he's there in a suit, the greatest singer of all time, singing, and he's asleep. That's amazing. A snorer? Uh no, no, thank God. Oh, thank God. But but just uh, 
So the waiter, so oh. I, I took I took a bite of my sister's thing as my dad's yelling at the waiter. You gotta try. And Someone I, said something spicy. You gotta try. And I and I and I mean we're talking. It's the spiciest this iced coffee. Yeah. Beautiful. And and I say, Dad, it's not spicy. And he says, Don't ever go against the family. Oh, Yo, that's a big line. That's a big Italian so it's line. Italian, but only in, yeah, in yeah, Godfather yeah, quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I actually think the less Italian you are, the more that you fake it. Yeah. The more that you have to put on this air, like my grandpa never pretended he was Italian. Sure. Because he was. Yeah. Did he wear my dad? He wore. Well, you can't call him wife beaters, but we called him wife beaters. So yeah, 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 yeah. Wife beaters. Day. Yeah. Never forget. Now, do you still say wife beaters? Oh, shit, I got to get him more wife beaters. I say I say tank tops. Yeah. In my home, we weren't allowed to say uh, wife beaters. And really? We weren't allowed to say guinea tea. Yeah, you're not allowed to say guinea tea. Sure. We say oh, get a guinea tea. Yeah. 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 Because that was a bad word for Italian people. My dad Wop did not like that. Guinea. And sometimes Wop Guinea Dago, right? We're playing oh, with all of them. We <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. No, no, you can't. You can't. You can't say the slurs. I'm Italian. <laughs> no, you can't. We'll pull up the 23 and me right now. I want the audience to be the judge. <laughs> but like, but are those slurs even used? No, 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 no. no, no it's no, my no. my dad has like old like old Brooklyn yeah. bullshit. You know, it's because yeah. he grew up around Irish people that would say that. Sure, sure. Because what 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 is well, without papers? Oh, did you know that? That's yeah. what WAP is without papers. WAP, the, the original without papers. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Now it means something else. Wet ass pussy. Mm -hmm. There you go. My dad. I was watching the South Park movie with my dad, and that song WAP came on it on, and he goes, "Wow, I can't believe they wrote this song." And then I had to tell him about the wet ass pussy <laughs> song, and I said, "There's a music video too." He goes, "Oh, let's watch." I go, "Dad, watch on your own time." <laughs> <laughs> I like that your dad thought that they made a whole song about an Italian slur. <laughs> I mean, that's South Park. Yeah, that they is They would do that. They get away with that shit, too. Mm -hmm. I love that. Half Italian, huh? Well, then you're half Jewish. Yes, but mom, Jewish, and, and for yeah. the Jewish people, that's that's full. That's what matters. That's you did birthright? I did do birthright. Nice. I, uh... Yeah, luckily it wasn't very propaganda-y. Really? I've heard, I've heard it is. I've heard it is. <laughs> That's what they they say. There's different trips you can go on. Like, okay. they really, like, there's the culinary one, and I did just the activities one. Right. All right, so, That's like, fun. I rode a camel. I went to the Dead Sea. Uh, uh, and then they had a 30-minute speech about how important Israel was. Sure. But all the soldiers, because they have soldiers join your trip. Yeah. And and most of them were all pretty like liberal kind of uh, oh. anti. They, they were two state solution. Sure. What does that mean? That's like you know let Palestine have some stuff, oh. let Israel have some stuff. Great. And I think it's all falling apart. I mean it's yeah, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm not educated enough to know. No, neither am I. I didn't even know the two state solution slang. I had some like some some person after a show. She was like, I I live in Israel. We do comedy shows. I'd love to get you. We raise money uh, oh. to fight against like the terrorists. And it was one of those moments where I was like. I gotta figure out how you define terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't I don't know. Yeah. Though sure. America does lots of bad things too. Very yeah. bad. We just do it even further away from us. We're the we're yeah. a big bully. We're a big and we bully. do it behind closed doors. Yeah. And then we keep everything in the family. But we're abusive to each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're abusive to each other. It's not good. Yeah, it's, nothing's good. Nothing's oh, good. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We've hit the point. How many minutes in? Ten minutes in, we hit the nothing. Nothing's is good. good. I mean, I'll do I a don't show know. in Italy because Italy can't do shit. They don't nah, have the power to do anything. They don't have shows really. I'm gonna do one, and I'm gonna go to uh, Milan. Oh, you oh, are. You're doing a show yeah, in Milan. Yeah, yeah. That's a real oh, city. That's, nice. that's why. 
you see, I mean, I listen, I, I need to make some friends with Italian comedians, but some of these countries, stand-up comedy is, is newer, yeah, and yeah. You, can, you can, you don't even have to watch the translation. The setup is so long. It's like a 50-second <laughs> setup for one punchline. Yeah. I've watched, like, stand-up in China, uh-huh. stand-up in, in Italy, South Korea, Germany, and it, depending on when they started it, it's always like, it feels like what our stand-up was 50 years ago. Sure. It's, you you know? could just tell all from setups. Yes. Or, or it's like or it's like super gendered and like, you yeah. know, women do this kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And the crowd yeah, was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because no one was allowed to say that for years. Yeah. No one said that publicly. So finally they're like, oh, finally someone's speaking our of thoughts. That you- I wish I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn Chinese so I can just go women be shopping and just like have a career again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, Milan, yeah, I think that um, what's his name who just had a special does comedy um in Italy, Matteo um, Lane, Matteo Lane, oh, Matteo Lane, but yeah. he can speak yeah. fluent yeah. Italian. I don't know if he does it there in English or Italian. I mean, he must do it Italian. He he's he, I could never learn another. I did uh French, okay, in school or like in Duolingo school. in school. I oh, tried doing Rosetta Stone for Italian, yeah, and I don't know a single. Yeah. They, and you want to learn it because they tell you now they say. uh Helps you fight dementia to know a second language. You're worried about oh, dementia really? already, bro? You're 34. Oh, I am. Oh, oh, I, oh you're not I'm thinking about it? I'm not dementia. thinking about dementia for a second. It's, uh, it's maybe that's because it's already creeping live. in. I don't give a yeah. shit. Let it creep. <laughs> I, wish I, they, I just wish they had told us that like in in middle school. I would have studied a lot harder. Yeah. I play the piano a little bit. So that probably helps dementia. I, wow, do puzzle. I didn't know this. Knowing to see, you're thinking about it. I do puzzle games on my phone. <laughs> I'm that's Googling like what yesterday. I do for fun. The smoking sure. weed every crosswords day. helps with that. Yeah. Not crosswords. Yeah, I, I would have said crosswords. <laughs> yeah, you're doing like Wordle. No, I'm you're doing like this like, must be fighting the deadly disease. I'm doing like riddles. Okay, riddles. You want one? Yeah, tell me a riddle. Okay, I'll I tell love you riddles. A riddle. Let's see how, and I'll tell you how far you're into dementia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's this man. And uh, he has two sons, and the man was very rich, right? And he's, he dies, and in his will he says, I will leave all my fortune to the son with the slowest horse. So the two sons say, great, we will race to figure out who gets all the money with the slowest horse. The two race, the race never ends. They stop, they go, we can't do this, we're racing forever. They go to a wise man, the wise man goes, tells them what to do. They go back within a minute. Someone loses and someone wins. What did the wise man say to them? Mm. Do you know this one? No, I have no idea. Does that mean that it's too late for us? (laughs) (laughs) What did the wise man say? I'm sorry to hurt you. Can you imagine you go to a doctor's office and instead of a CAT scan or anything, he just tells you that he goes, "Uh uh-oh. Wait, so wait, wait, Um, all right. Can we, can I ask for a clarification? So they they were the same speed to begin Like that's why they were racing forever. The two horses. Because like, why were they racing? What kind of this information is going to help? Like, if it would, it would be part of. Because then the you could do a time trial. Listen, no, there's no time. If whatever horse is slowest, okay, w- will win all the fortune. Yeah. So you're racing to lose. Yeah. Whatever, whoever's, whatever son has the slowest horse, loses. Oh, uh, will win all the money, right? So you're racing to lose. That's so why you they to never force end. them to actually race. Great. That's exactly it, Robbie. Now, how did the wise man? Force them to actually race. I don't know. Some sort of food at the end of the finish food? line. What are we talking uh, about? <laughs> some sort of. It's theological. That's actually very logical. Yeah. It's very logical. And can, can I tell you something? What? I got this before the guy even finished it. Oh, he's a genius. <laughs> oh Dementia King. I like puzzles. 
I like puzzles. I, I'm trying to. You try to. You try to break so, outside um, the box. You know. You look back and you go, "Oh, why didn't I look at it that way?" Yeah. I know. It's so simple when you when you hear the answer. It's, okay, so uh, maybe they ask the horse a math question. See if the horse is slow mentally. There we go. I wish no. <laughs> for a sec- for a second, you thought I, you I, had was, it? I was like, really? It's a wordplay on slow. It's no wordplay. There's no. It's just a lot logical. Not it's a the time most logical trial? thing to do. Figure out who which son has the slowest horse. I give up. I don't got it. They switch horse. They switch. That's exactly it. They switch horses. So then you're riding the other person's horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very logical. Wow. Got it. I'm now. I'm really nervous. No, I think about dementia. About dementia. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. God, that's. I hear when I can't figure out stuff like that. I go. I'm stupid. I also think I just do brain puzzles all the time. So it's not even smart. It's just you train your brain to think like that. Sure. But that's what my, my girlfriend always tells me when she, like, destroys me in Wordle, like, every night. And yeah. I'm like, maybe or uh-huh. maybe I'm stupid. No, I think it's a game. Because, like, I do the New York Times mini. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've been doing it every day. Every day? Yeah, I've been doing it every day. And now I'm in a group chat with my mom and my brother. For one second. I've been in a group chat with my mom and my brother. And we send our scores every day. And I usually win. Like by a, a significant margin, yeah. and my brother did very well on like essay. Like he outshined me. Academically, I take the ACTs every morning. But really, <laughs> and I check in with my parents. But I think it's a game because you learn how to play the puzzle. Like the puzzle has a sure. game within a game. Like Wordle is a game. Like all of these yeah. things are like so. Don't, like people can get good at the game within the game, kind of. And then it's like, all right, you're better at this. Th- you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know kind of what they're looking for. At you what can, age? At what age do you think people could stop asking you what your SAT scores were? Does it not fucking matter anymore? No, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's another test that is literally the 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 correlation of like money that you spend that's on not, the test. That's not, that's not directly. I spend money on the test. I, I only yeah, did but, so well. Yeah, but oh, you would have done a lot worse. You would have done a lot worse. Think about how bad you would have done. But you would have done a lot worse. It would have been so bad. I, the average score is pretty low. I think I I think those the numbers for math and reading comprehension do show you something like. Math, like my math score does reflect that I'm like I'm decent at math, and my reading comprehension I think goes to show that like I have trouble retaining details. Uh, For sure, same, same. I was the same boat. So I do think it's yeah. like useful. I think like some people, you you know, if you you have ADD or, or yeah, just, like, yeah, your yeah. brain works it. But I think so much of getting older is trying to accept the ways that you're stupid, and figuring out a way to navigate life with the few things you're good at. Sure, and I mean, hiding I- the rest. Yeah. With everything, the rest. with, <laughs> Leave with it comedy, open. Yes. with with work, with mu- everything. I agree, and everyone figures out out a way to hide it, or they're a beautiful soul, and everyone just knows. Oh yeah, that's that's blank Bob, you know, and they just give him an adjective for how he's shitty, and he's just a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's life accepting. Because yeah. in college, I was like, oh, I'm gonna the things I'm bad at, I'm gonna I'm gonna get better. Get at better. It. I'm gonna figure it out. Uh, interesting. It's interesting you went to uh, drama school and you were good at math. Yeah, I mean, I was okay at math. I wasn't yeah, I wasn't yeah, a yeah. genius at math. Sure. And sure. They, the mathematicians begging me, please stop singing, please. <laughs> they were saying, please stop singing, but not to help with the math. <laughs> yeah. No, you had a nice you have a nice voice. I had a nice voice. It's fine. No, you it, know what happens? When people say that to me, they say it's nice, and I think my gut reaction, I'm like, it wasn't good enough. Because I wanted it. For what? It wasn't good enough for what? What, sing? Broadway? To, yeah, Broadway. Okay, that to was To sing the all the songs I wanted to sing. I wanted to be a tenor. I wanted to be like a leading man. And and and, and sometimes people <laughs> will right. say to me, they'll see, they'll see me <laughs> sing, they go, wow, you have a nice voice. And then something in my brain, I go, 
hey, maybe I do. And then I go in the shower and I go to sing the song that I want to sing from Rent or from whatever the fuck. And I, I crack on the high note and I go, you you're not practicing. Even when I did. You cracked Even on the high notes? Crack. I think I think what's tricky about singing, like yeah. if, if you if you want to be a basketball player and right. you're four feet tall, you're going to figure out sooner than later, oh, I'm not going to compete in the NBA. Well, this yeah. is everything a, with the arts, I would say. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. with singing especially, it's just like it's in here. Some people get better. And so you go to college. You spend all this uh, money. And by the end of college, you go, I don't think whatever size uh, and length, it's just not happening. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, especially for tenor. There's just some notes you won't be able to hit because they're of too course. hard. And cracking is so embarrassing. Oh God! I was in Once Upon a Mattress. I was the uh, like the narrator. The um, and there was a high notes right in the beginning, and I would get so fucking stressed because I would crack and I yeah. would go falsetto. And after the show, the woman, my director, would go, "Stop going falsetto." <laughs> what was? Do you remember the, what the line was? Oh, uh, I don't remember. What's the um? I, I'm only thinking Camelot songs now because I'm thinking I'm thinking of my costume. Um, oh yes. Uh, what was? Uh, do you know what note it was? No, but no, it was very high. How why? What note can you sing up to? Oh, I mean now. It, no, it, then, back then, back then. in the day, Talk like like height. if I had to like hold a G, yeah, it would be. You were shaking. And then and like I kept thinking like oh I wanted that A and then I wanted the B flat and like I never even got the the F sharp was still not always there. Yeah, what are you doing? You you couldn't even dunk. You wanted to do the Vince Carter. Yeah. And then you go to sports. Yeah, you said, oh, you, you said, oh, musical theater. Let me get a sports analogy. That'll you help just put did it together. basketball. You just... Imagine you want the basketball. <laughs> and that's why I picked basketball. <laughs> I, like that. I saw the Mickey Mouse before I saw the Lakers. You yeah, know? yeah, same. <laughs> no, I feel I did sit down, you're rocking the boat. And that had a high note that I had to hold You would be good at that. that. That's the role you'd play. That was my best role I ever did. Nice and the devil will track you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. hot. And that was a showstopper. Yeah, it's it's if it doesn't go through, oh, forget about it. If people aren't screaming, there are numbers that are, are existing musicals. If people aren't screaming by the end, you failed. Yeah, yeah. There was that one in waitress for the boyfriend that like is dancing on the tables. Uh huh. If you're not screaming by the end, did you ever do a showstopper number? Oh yeah. Well, I did. I did. Uh, uh, it was in Carousel. It's a song called Soliloquy. It's like a nine-minute song. Nine minutes. I've seen Carousel. And there's a song he imagines. What it would be like if he had a, a a boy, and he's like, "I'm gonna teach him to be a man." And he's like, "But what if I have a girl?" And oh, then he goes, yes. "Oh, if I have a girl, I'm gonna I I, I got it." My little boy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, uh, and then at the end, he's like, "I'll if I'm gonna to protect the girl, I'll go out and make it, or steal it, or take it." And on that take, which is oh. the note, I went take <laughs> it or die. <laughs> And it was like no one could make eye contact with me Oof. when I went back because because with with a with comedy sometimes I think I I went to comedy just to hide in the the subjectivity of it to hide the uh, shame you know yeah. if you have a bad set you have a bad improv set or like sure. your improv coach says something really shitty to you like you can hide <laughs> in hey, like you know what I stand by it go fuck yourself <laughs> you can hide this coach one time <laughs> you can hide in the like. Oh, well, you know, it's still audience is always different, blah, blah, blah. But yes. when you go, there's no question mm -hmm. that it was you bad. did not do what, what <laughs> was intended. I do love that about comedy because it's either bad or good. There's no mistakes. Yeah. I guess there are. But, uh, but I also think that subjectivity lets some people who need to hang up their hats. Yes. Stick in it for a long, long time. But here's the thing. I still coach improv. We, we, we need them. We need them out here in these streets. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. These are all jokes. No, but we need these bad people. Improv, but improv, yes. I think there's there's what's weird about our profession is I do think a lot of people could benefit from like a little improv or a little stand up. Yes. The problem is there's some men mostly. Yes, definitely. Going like, hey, I think this is my thing now. I know. I know. Especially I would teach one on ones and there was a lot of like finance bros or like in tech and they're like, Oh, I was the funny one. And they think just being douchey is the funniest thing that they uh, could ever yeah. I I was always very uh, mean in in like with improv. Like I think my, my comedic choices are always like mean. Interesting. I want my character to be mean. And uh-huh. and I, I think the when the teacher told me once, like, stop making mean choices, that's when I uh-huh. knew I was like, Oh, I think stand up is more <laughs> My thing. You are sure because you're you judging are like stuff. I don't want to be mean. Yeah, I'm judging stuff and yeah. I, and I want to be mean. I I love improv. I sure. wish I could go back now. I think I have the confidence now to not be great but be no. better. And I I think it's such a bummer that improv. It's tough to scale it up. You oh you like I think a, it's such a, a great art form and it's like yeah. you know there's either you could make you know a little money at a popular theater like a UCB sure. someday, but but. Other than that, how how do you can't? It's hard to go tour with an improv group because if you were to split the money I make on tour amongst four people, sure, it's brutal. Well, yeah, it's brutal yeah, with one. Yeah. You know what it is? It's then you teach, so sure. you tour and teach. So then you go away and you spend. It's not like you go see a town. You go, you teach, you do a show, you sleep, you teach, you do a show, you go home. Yeah. So it's just like full days of work that you go away to do. I just wish there was more. I wish it was, I wish people understood it better. I wish every town had like their little home team or whatever. I mean, it's cause it's such, when it's good, it's I think best. it really is. Yeah, it yeah. really is beautiful. Oh well, I, I was excited when uh, they came Middle Ditch and then came out with the special on mm-hmm. Netflix, and everyone's like making fun of it. Like all the improv nerds were like making fun of it. I was like, why? This sure. is a great like. 100%. Imagine this goes amazing and everyone loves it. Then us lose us people that aren't famous might get to do it sure, one day. But it's so rare someone who does improv can make fun of another comedian. You got to let him have a little piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say because stand-up comedians, I feel like I, I kind of started stand-up after this era, but stand-up comedians would always shit on improvisers, and now we're all doing crowd work, and we're all like doing improv. Just every with single one of you. Every single one of us. Everyone is doing. I think that will die, though. I think, think it'll fade. I don't think it'll die. I think it'll be its own like little form, and I think yeah. like the, they won't go viral as often. Sure. But I think it exists as it's always existed. Crowd uh-huh. work is not is not new. No. I. Uh, I guess just the clip aspect of like making sure that like. Cause that's you don't want to burn material. Yeah, and that, I mean it is tough. Once yeah. I once I all it took was a couple shows where someone where I saw an audience member like whisper a punchline in someone's ear, and I was like, I don't want to post material anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or I had a, I had a heckler. So she was like a fan, but she was drunk. She showed up to a show. She was in the front row, and she was like saying the punchlines with me. What? Like uh, Karen, like, uh, like sing along. I got a yeah, sing along. Yeah, yeah. And and then. <laughs> We we had to have her removed. I mean, it was it was brutal, and and I tried oh. to do it as as kindly as possible. Cause you like she liked you. Yeah, she liked me, but she was I mean impossible impossible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, she texted me through like I have a text service, so she texted back the text service. You give your number to everyone at your yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And she said, uh, I hope you get, I hope you get sent to a concentration camp so you can write new material. And she I was thinks like, you're gonna be productive there. She thinks it's like an artist <laughs> retreat of some sort. <laughs> what a, dude, she's she gonna learn about what a concentration work? camp is. Jesus! <laughs> if 
if only he had some free time on his hands. You didn't know it was Hitler's biggest complaint. He was like, the Jews keep using the same punchlines. Enough. <laughs> Send them away. <laughs> wow. You're on the road a lot now. Yeah, pretty much every pretty much every weekend. What's the worst city you've been to? What's the city that you would tell someone don't go? It doesn't mean I actually think those cities are great for comedy because they need something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I, go to visit. Not yeah. don't go to do stand up. I I like so I've I've spent now a lot of time in Edmonton, Canada. Okay. Uh, and it's known as the Texas of of Canada, which is oof. an insult to Texas. Okay. And no, <laughs> I wasn't expecting oh, wow. that. Why? And like the only reason I feel like people in Edmonton, if I say I had a, if I'm on stage, oh, I had a good time here. They go, no, you didn't. They they're like, stop it. And all they really have there, all they have there is like a big, like a, it's the second biggest mall in North America. Okay. Uh, Like they have like an ice skating rink, a go-kart, a roller coaster, a seal show. In the mall. In the mall. Okay. Oh. And it's, it's just sad. Uh, Sure. So, but I'm going back there next year, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It it sounds like they're fighting that like trope of Canadians are nice. Yeah, Canadians are not, are not, I've had plenty of mean Canadians. They just say sorry. Yes. They yes. just say sorry. They don't mean sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a man, you could, I know, you could just say sorry. <laughs> As a man, you could just say sorry. Sometimes you don't mean it. Yeah, people Not say sorry all. all the time. I don't think don't I've ever it. met an apology in my entire life. Really? Never. Ever? No. <laughs> Never. No, no, I mean it. <laughs> Ridiculous. But how do you know these days? What's, what's, everyone, whenever someone gets in trouble online and they're like, we need an apology, I'm like, uh, I'm like, what do you, yeah. you don't, you don't want it. It doesn't give you anything. You don't know if they mean it in their heart. No. If they mean it, they'll say it without you demanding it. Yeah, but there's something so challenging about like making a video apology online because in a way like you're also you're then publishing it. So you're posting a video for people to watch. Of course. Or like some some people are like I got in trouble, tune in for the podcast, I address the allegations and you're like, "So you're telling me to listen to your fucking podcast?" You're there's monetizing. no way. You're monetizing. I think with some people when they get in trouble, what what you what what I miss is there used to be a day like someone did something bad, someone else would would punch him, yeah. and I think people went like, okay, you got your punishment, but we got rid of punishment, we got rid of physical violence, yes. which is probably good. That's but great. but now, but no one ever feels like anyone got their due, uh, and so there's there's a way where like people just hang on, like there's no way to make it better. Sure. So. I'm thinking of like very specific things in my head right now, but we don't have to. So you think Miranda, someone should have punched Miranda Sings? (laughs) I do think (laughs) that if if she if she did a show where where every like you know eight year old in the show got to like kind of slap her, (laughs) like five hundred. Yeah, I do think we'd be like okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, as and opposed got the, to or got the ukulele and oh, everyone smashed the ukulele over Miranda. Everyone, head. that's a that's a brutal. <laughs> I would never advocate violence, but I'm sure. I, listen, I'm sure if she found out she could be absolved by having 500 kindergartners break a ukulele overhead, <laughs> she'd take that deal in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yes, a thousand percent. She's so it's so interesting. You don't know anything about this, Colleen Ballinger. Okay, you don't know Colleen about Ballinger this? is Miranda Sings. Yes. yes. Okay, now I, I heard she's. This a is like someone who finds out wrestling is fake for the first time. Is so 
see it. Wait, Wait what? you're saying that's not her? Wait, she has Wait. a YouTube channel. What's her? Miranda stick? with the big lips the big wasn't lips. a real per- human being. No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, she she uh, like like she's been around for a long time, okay. but like popular on YouTube for kids. But yeah. but like, and what did she do? She I I have to go into it, but like being weird with her fans. Okay. Uh, what people call grooming. I don't think she was accused necessarily of like assaulting anyone, but like being weird and messaging okay. weird she things. She was saying weird. And stuff. then and then like her work was weird, and now yes. it's being viewed like like she would have you know these kids on stage for crowd interactions and like make jokes about them giving birth yeah. or like or like a smelly uh, puss or something it was like weird yeah i don't know if a ukulele is gonna solve this so so but this is borderline she also made like like miranda sings made a, a gangnam style uh of a version of gangnam style you know okay that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah and you listen to it and it's like it's the worst thing you could imagine of uh, what that would be okay just weird Asian-y sounding words uh, in an accent. Uh, and I and of course it, it got eight million views. No one ever noticed sure. it. But I think it's like this is someone who made it outside of the system. Yeah. So never had any kind of uh gatekeepers in a way. Yeah. And it, it makes it made me like realize the importance of gatekeepers only in that it's important for someone to be like, hey, that don't publish that video. Uh, but some eyes because on you. her yeah, only yeah, gatekeeper yeah, is yeah. the algorithm and the fans. Sure, yes. She's like, I think this is good. This is going great. Yeah. And then yeah, one day she yeah. gets in trouble and everyone looks back on it now and they're like, what the fuck is this You've from been eight doing years for this. ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, looking back at this. Interesting. That is good. Do you uh, like show people your clips before you put, put them out? No, I, I run things by my ask my girlfriend. I mean, that's an honest question. No, you yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'll ask yeah. my girlfriend about some that's jokes good. and, yeah, and yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes she thinks, like, ah, I don't know. And I go, no, I. Sometimes I have to disagree. Or, or like, or like, yeah. we'll watch a comedian we love, and I go like, I think if I asked her, "Hey, do you think this joke is good that we just watched and she loved?" that she'd be like, "No." And I have to remember that part of the job uh-huh. is like questioning that no. Yes. But you, you're gonna fuck up. I'm, I'm sure I yeah. fucked up. I'm sure, and I'm sure I will fuck up. It's more just, I think it's about the body of work at the end of sure. the day. You yeah. hope. You, you hope, hope people doesn't just take one thing, or we got tired of it. I don't know. I mean, have you ever said? Have you ever said anything in an improv show where you were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, phew. yeah, all yeah. the time." Yeah, I've made mistakes that I'm not gonna repeat them. Sure, um, because they thank God they disappeared. Yeah, thank. And no one was God. in the audience to begin with, so it's fantastic. It was tremendous. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Um, no, but, but, but improv. But like, it's so it's the same thing with crowd work. Like sometimes, sometimes you fuck up in crowd work, and you're like, "Sorry, guys, I was literally thinking off the top of my head." Please, yes. please, please forgive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm quick to in the moment. I'm not coming out aggressive. You came out. You're like, I'm the Gangnam Style guy, and they're like, No, 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 no. But I've definitely made mistakes. Oh my god! When you say Gangnam Style, I used to do kid shows when I first got out of college, uh-huh. and we would go to the schools, and Gangnam Style was like the rave then, and everyone would just stand up and do Gangnam Style. All these kids at us performers. <laughs> Wait, just like in the middle of the show, someone would just go, uh, just say Gangnam Style like a kid, and they would all stand up and just start doing the dance, just absolute mayhem. Oh wow! It was absolute mayhem, and we would just freeze. I was doing improv show for kids, and I was never more stressed. Yeah, because I couldn't even say, "Oh my gosh," uh, you couldn't say gosh? "gosh." You can't say "gosh." Why? "Gosh," you can't. Say it sounds gosh. like oh. it's close. It's too close to God. Sure, too close to God. I did. I used to do family shows at this uh, terrible club called LOL in Times sure. Square, uh, yeah. and there was one time. I mean, again, it doesn't really matter, but but I came in once and I forgot it was the family show, and I did my like regular set that ended with a graphic uh, uh, orgasm bit where I like you know, grab my hair. I, it was it was about it was about herbal essence. It was about herbal essence. 
you know how herbal essence was like it, the whole thing was like uh, they put the shampoo in and they had the fastest orgasm oh, like in, yeah, in the commercial yeah, yeah. and I was like you could never sell anything with a man's orgasm can you imagine me putting on shampoo like oh, oh and then I look out at the crowd and see all these families I'm like oh my god <laughs> What have I done? You know how m- many little boys went home and was like, Try oh, that. Mom, can we? Uh, take a sh- can I take a shower? <laughs> Mom, can I use that VO5? People, but sometimes people bring kids to shows and you're like, and it's not a family show. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. adjusting. No, no, yeah. My ex- oh, but but then you, it's on them, but I'm still the guy saying the thing on the stage. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, that's why it's always absurd when, when people are like these these parents they brought kids to drag shows it's like yeah well that that was their choice you you brought your kid to my mom brought me to see Ralphie May when I was fourteen and he went over all the different fingering positions in, in a long bit on stage and it's like oh, first got... of all it was it was amazing at that's sure, the age yes. you want to see yeah, that yeah yeah yes. that's Nothing's the age funnier that, than I remember that, that yeah, bit yeah, so because yeah, I, yeah. I never even touched a, a, a vagina so I was just like oh wow now I know what to do I'm gonna do a frog <laughs> and she'll dig that made her. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I mean, um, my parents would let me see wild movies when I was a kid. And, and oh. But, like, American Pie, I was very young when it came out, but it was made for me. It's not made for 20-year-olds uh, that are having sex. It's made for people that aren't having sex yet. Yeah. My my dad let me watch the movie Species when, Species. I, when I was, like, like, six or seven. It's about, like, some, like, in a lab, they created a, an alien-type new species uh-huh. but she also happens to be the sexiest blonde woman you've ever seen in your life uh-huh. and she's trying to procreate she's trying okay. to procreate oh. the whole movie so she's like uh, uh, she's making love with guys and killing them and then I, I watched this one scene where she was uh, having sex with this guy and she was on top uh-huh. and the moment he finished because she's a species yeah. she immediately got like fully pregnant <gasps> and delivered right then and there oh my god and, and luckily my dad was in the room to explain to me that in real life you come on their back <laughs> Robbie, I'm a flawed man. Okay. I'm a flawed man. Let's just say it, okay? All right. One of my flaws, going hard at the gym for three days once a month. Once <laughs> a month, three I... days, I slam it in. And I'll tell you this. I have the same flaw. We uh, People that do that, we have the sorest muscles in town, uh, right? It's the worst, yeah. The, oh, the walking up and down the steps like that, right? The arms. We have sore muscles than people that go every day. I mean, you have all the cons of the gym, none of the pros. All the cons, <laughs> none of the pros. But I got a pro. You got a pro? I started rubbing, rubbing CBD all over my body if I go to the gym. <laughs> okay. When I got those sore muscles from those three days a month, I rub CBD all over my body. It smells beautiful. Oh, God. It's absolutely tremendous. It makes me want to take longer breaks at the gym so my uh, muscles get more sore so, so I enjoy the CBD. The <laughs> I almost, I risked it, bro. I, I've been going two weeks in a row. Okay. Oh, wow. Danger. 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 I might start getting used to it. Okay. No freaking way that's going to happen, okay? I'm going to keep keep going sporadically and keep rubbing CBD all over my beautiful big boy body. <laughs> so Sunset Lake has this hemp salve plus arnica massage lotion, I guess I want to call it. I'm, I'm going to use some of Wait, don't put it on you. Wait, I can't. Put it on me. <laughs> I want to put some Put it on, on me, Rob. Because Rob, I, my, I did shoulder today. Can you I put have, some on me? So I'm guessing that I have to put a decent amount and like really rub it in. Rub it in. So like, like. <laughs> really oh, this feels good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how straight men do it. When we when we rub, rub each other, we make fists. Well, is that like I, bull? Not <laughs> straight men. Oh god, is it, it feels not, good. I've been 
sleeping funny. I should use some of this. Oh, it does feel good. It does feel good. It like has, it has got a, a little tingle, yeah, eucalyptus vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this. I'm going oh, to the gym wow. smells great. three days a week hard once a month. <laughs> Sunset Lake has a ton of great products, this being one of them. They're also doing a promo right now where you can get free gummy bears, which what's better than free gummy bears? We love free gummy bears. I love Since gummy I was bears. a child, gummy bears highlight of my day a lot of day, a lot of days. But you got to use the promo L-O-U-D loud, L-O-U-D loud when you go to Sunset Lake uh, to get those fun, fun uh, CBD gummies. And if you want the free bears, you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com slash coupon slash free bears. Um, or use co coupon code free bears at checkout and you can get some free gummy bears uh, along with your oil. Beautiful. If you want. 500 right, milligrams CBD in this. This is great. All right, Robbie. We got to get back to the pod because I am getting loose. <laughs> All right. But but it was, it was definitely – I don't know if I had a kid. My dad let me watch some stuff I shouldn't have. Yeah. But that's just how I learned to – about, you got to learn about the stuff at some point. What are you going to yeah. do? No, I wasn't allowed to watch it at all. I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 until I was 13. And it's like, you just go to school and get brutal. made fun of. That's and it's just, brutal. I don't know anything. I, and it's just, I go to school and then people make fun of One day, I didn't know what 1690 was all day. Yes. Everyone in the entire grade found out I didn't know what 1690 was and made fun of me. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, this, this is the alternative. Yeah. Well, my mom and my stepdad, that house, we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, same. Uh, and I had little siblings, so I would come from my dad's and I would be, I'd like have Austin Powers quotes in the yeah, chamber. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. just be walking around the house all the time, like, yeah, baby. Do I make you, <laughs> like, even watching Austin Powers, like, I didn't know what horny really meant when Neither I first I. saw that. No. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You got to learn at some point. I feel you. Yeah. I, my parents were like free with the movies, but then also I was a little, I would get stimulated by these movies. Sure. I've jerked off in the US 16 and on Staten Islands, the movie theater bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been you with my family, out. same row, same popcorn bucket, had to have left to go jerk off in the bathroom. And were you like, were you like, I'm, I'm making this quick so no one knows, or were you like, you were, were you gone? They came out, credits rolled. They're like, where'd he go? <laughs> no, I made, I, 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 I didn't have a choice. I, I made it quick, you yeah. know. Oh sure, sure. I, I was so <laughs> overwhelmed by the movie, I had to like run out. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's not the movies you expect either. It's not going to be the movies that you. What think. movie? There's a specific movie in your head I mean, right definitely. now. Definitely, yes. there's a moment. Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain, the Civil War movie <laughs> with Jude Law. <laughs> What was the moment? It was, it was when um, uh, who's the who's the character actor in that movie? Um, was it Philip Seymour Hoffman? I don't. I've never I seen it. I can so. look it up. It was either Philip Seymour Hoffman or the um, maybe the guy from Sideways. I'm so bad with names. Paul Giamatti. I'm terrible with names too. Yeah, especially even new names like new actors' names. I can't fucking remember anybody. Um, I'm doing a show tomorrow. They're like. Emma Roberts is going to be there. And I was Jude like, Jude Law, Harry Nicole Potter. Kidman, Renee Zellweger. Renee, Renee got. Renee got fucked, but. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Phil, Natalie Portman. Really? Philip Seymour Hoffman? Philip wow. Seymour. So, Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman. There was like two. There was these two girls that showed up to like his like needed safekeeping. Or he needed safekeeping. So, he showed up to a house. Uh -huh. He's like, can I stay with you? Great. Um, And so, it was Jude Law, Nicole Kidman. And they were like clearly romantic. And then two like 
what Hollywood would say ugly sisters, you know? Uh-huh. L- like a tall, skinny, pointy one and a big, fat one, right? Like the cliche archetypes. And those two, and they were like, okay, we're going to take Philip Seymour Hoffman out to the barn. And the, those two fucked Philip Seymour Hoffman in the bar, in the barn. Uh, they were sisters? Yes. Oh, God. Threesome. And they and they had a threesome in the barn with Phillips. It was the two of them and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh God! And I just had to run out that room to go jerk off. As someone who has, <laughs> as someone who has two sisters, I could never imagine them getting along enough. <laughs> like that would end in a fight so goddamn fast. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh yeah, I wanna I wanna have sex with twins. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you're like. They're sisters, yeah, dude. Yeah, yes. yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. It wasn't the sisters part. It was more that the threesome parts. And it was like I get this, that. this woman with massive breath. It was like every if you're gonna have two women, why not make them totally different and, and like experience everything rather than just two <laughs> basic normal looking hot girls? That's true. Oh, it was a, and it like clicked something in my mind. It was just this massive, this massive titty girl riding Philip Seymour Hoffman as the skinny one like sat on his face. And oh wow, this is pretty. Crazy. And now it was yeah, very good. Yeah, did, yeah, right, is... did you leave like so much that your parents like the moment it came on, you're like, I gotta go. <laughs> it was definitely obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's like because I didn't wait I, till the end of the scene. You're no. like, I've seen enough to get this out. Can I be honest? I've never seen that moment in the movie ever again. Out of fear, I'll come instantly. Uh, <laughs> no, no uh, I, I just don't. You know, Every what? time you go to a Civil War museum, you're like, oh, why am I so hard? Right I got now? kicked out of Gettysburg. Uh, that's revolutionary, right? Uh, who knows? Fuck history. Um, um, but I remember just being like, like so taken back. And my, it's, it's like, I feel happy I have that memory. Oh, for sure. Those yeah. are those are beautiful memories. That's so I beautiful. remember I, w- I was watching Swordfish for my, I think, my 13th birthday. Halle Berry. And Halle Berry just takes, first of all, Halle Berry and Hugh Jackman in that movie couldn't be more beautiful people in the entire world. They're the peak beauty. Oh. And Halle Berry just takes down her, like, suntanning thing and her tits are out. And we just we just paused it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, none of us went to the bathroom. We didn't, like, take turns going to the bathroom. Sure. But, like, we just watched it. That's a weird thing. Guys do weird things. Like yeah, I'm not no, a strip club that. guy, but like people go to strip clubs together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get horny with my boys. Sure, we yeah. just want to be hard next to each other. Yeah. For me, I've never understood like the concept of if you're gonna go there and then yeah. maybe there's sex workers, you're gonna go to the end. That makes sense to me. But yeah. to go somewhere and just Chill feel that and, and then yeah. just have a boner and then have it like kind of hurt and ache and you go and you pay money. It's what everyone complains about. Yeah. With if they're oh she blue balled me like all that asshole shit yeah it's like why do you want to do that? It's same with massages. You're like, what's the point of a massage without a happy ending? Um, <laughs> do you yeah. get happy ending massages? I have. <laughs> I have. I got one. I have gotten one. Uh, they're they're great. They're great. And I remember I told my therapist about it, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I was like going through stuff and like thinking about that. I love how I'm trying to justify it. Uh, I it's was like, justified. I mean, you uh, left a good tip. I left the. I left have to. a huge tip. I'm very proud of my tip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Huge. I, my <laughs> tip is incredible. Jerked, but... No, not at all. Um, <laughs> this is to make up for the other tip. <laughs> and I went there, and it was actually like a massage place, and I like couldn't get hard, and she was just like. Jerking off my soft dick. Did she give you a massage first? Yes. Okay. And that's the best part of the happy endings because you know it's coming. Sure. Well, that's what when I get a regular massage, uh, after I get a happy end massage, now when I get a regular massage, I'm like, oh, this is pretty much the same thing. 
you're you're touching. I mean, this this is an intimate experience. It's yes. just yes. one part at the end. Wow. Uh, I did it in uh, Amsterdam. Great. And it was, but I wasn't sure. I was looking for a happy ending massage, but I didn't know. I didn't know if this was a real one. And I certainly I had this terror yeah. of like, but but the, the, I had this terror of I'd be like happy ending, and she'd she'd I'd be in jail. But so I wasn't gonna say anything. A place but, known for legal <laughs> prostitution. But you, but of course, like first I was like I was like yeah, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. she brought me into the room, and it was like not a massage table, it was a mattress on the floor, and mirrors on the ceiling. Oh. And I was like, and so, but again, I was so, oh. I was so, I was so paranoid. I'm like, I unless she says yeah. something, I'm not gonna, I'm not bring gonna. it up. So then she's like massaging me. She oh she says like you know get undressed or whatever, and then doesn't leave the room. And I'm like, okay, but I'm still not sure. Yeah. Sure. Then she's massaging, and she does back, and then she gets like to to the butt, and she's like, in she's getting into it. She's like, if you're like trying to make the butt talk, like you like yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. opening and closing. Ace Ventura, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I mean, I'm on my stomach, but I'm floating off the the mattress, and yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she goes, she just she just flips me over, like like pants. She puts her hands on her, just like bloop wow. on my back, yeah, yeah. and says happy ending. I say sure. You say sure the whole time. It's all you're thinking about. Like if you have to go ahead, you've been thinking about it for 24 hours. And I'm sure, like I'm like I'm like some I'm I'm like every other like 21 year old American, just like 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 trying to be chill about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said, "Do you want me to take off my shirt?" And again, why not? Yeah. And she she took off and did like it was the least sexy thing. She just went like. Like just dead in the eyes, just uh-huh. like this. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, this yeah. will do it for you, you dumb American pig. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then she she got like a, a glove and put it all the way. It went all the way to her elbow. I love that. Just to show how little she wanted to do. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Like, it's like if before sex instead of a condom, someone put on like condom pants. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want any of you touching me. 100%. She wore a mask before COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and then she got like a a ketchup bottle of lube, just like yeah, yeah, like yeah, industrial yeah. Costco, yeah. and just and I started going soft, for, like something about sure. something about it entered the territory of so grungy. Yeah, you feel feel weird. But then she got started, and I was back. I was back <laughs> in the Not me. I stayed soft for a while, and they had like music playing, and it was. Um, Louis Armstrong's "What a Wonderful World." No. As I'm getting, as I'm going through emotional stuff, uh, trying to like be like, I'm a sexual being getting jerked off by a woman. My dick is soft, and "What a Wonderful World" is playing in the background. I just start laughing, and so does she. And then once she starts laughing, I come. Really? Yeah. No you way. Came, you came. I ca- like literally, her I got hard made for ten come. seconds and came. Very interesting. Because I guess I was relaxed then. Like once I started laughing, because I was like, "This is so absurd." Yeah. But that must happen to them all the time. I know. So I'm sure that I'm sure. I wonder how long they would go though before she said, "Okay, we can keep doing this, but I gotta, we gotta raise the rate." I love how you to- spoke to me like like a, like, like you're her. like a teacher. Okay, now. Okay. <laughs> we both know you've been soft for quite some time. <laughs> Is there a different song? You- what song would you be like? Hey, this will do it for me. I mean, definitely not. I see trees. <laughs> <laughs> the Louis Armstrong in the background killed me. What what what's your go to if if you if you want to be Music? in the mood? Yeah, I guess something like um, I guess like an R and B kind of. Like I always go with R and B, but like... I always feel like I'm not living up to what this music is. Really, yeah, I don't really listen to music ever. 
People are like, I have a sex playlist. I do, do you have a sex playlist? I, I usually, these days, it's so lazy, but I'm just like, Alexa, play Ice Spice. <laughs> That's great. You're fucking Ice, Ice Spice. Ice Spice feels like chill and, yeah. and there's a beat and it's not like, but if you put on like, like, uh, like a, John Legend. I don't know if that's no, R&B that's per se. Much. That's love making but, music. Yeah, but it's like, but yes, love making music. I'm, yeah, I'm in for state. like. You're raising the stakes. Let's let's do that. Let's do it. Yeah, let's. Oh, this will be. I, good. I don't have anything tomorrow early. Yeah. Music. Yeah, a little music. I'm a talker, so I don't. I need just a little background music. You're talking the whole time. Were you talking to the, to the massage lady too? No, no. I was very nervous then. Yeah. I was very nervous. Yeah. You should go. You should go do it. I've done one. He's done one. Yeah. yeah oh, you've yeah. done one. Yeah. I think twice I've done it. Amsterdam. Once in Amsterdam and once in New York City. Yeah. New York City, I'd be scared about getting busted. Yeah. Yeah. It was a low time. It's a low time. It's low. <laughs> I was, it's not a, you don't go on your happiest day. No. That's the thing. <laughs> My, I knew someone that would go a lot. And it was like, yeah, it's normal. And I was yeah, like, I'll, I'll don't check it out. I care about that. Some people go a lot. I would, I went through, I was in my head. I was like, I can't believe. And then I went again and I talked to my therapist and she's like, it's okay that you're a guy that did this. <laughs> I love your therapist being like, okay, you're doing this every week now. <laughs> yeah, no. We don't need to talk about it every single time. <laughs> I haven't done it. The last time I did it, 26. I did it once in 2015, once in 2016. And I have not. Yeah, she, she said, it's okay that you're a guy that did this. Just don't be a guy who does this. I go, oh, that's great. Really, I I think that's a that's a little prescriptive. What do you mean? Like like I think that's a that's a very specific judgment of like w it being not a thing you should do regularly. Yeah. That is that is like grounded in old school. Well, I didn't like it. I would feel bad about myself. Oh sure, it was more about how I was my relationship Why? to it. Why? Don't feel bad about yourself. Well, this was years ago. At this point, maybe you maybe... think now you'd be you'd be rock hard out the gate. You'd say. <laughs> You'd say put on Louis Armstrong's greatest hits. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll try. It does feel. Thank you for the homework assignment, Jamarco. Sure. <laughs> Me and Robbie will go together. We'll yeah. Do a Patreon. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the best part about uh, I, in my mind, of having like a Jewish Italian parent is that you got to do Christmas one place, uh, Hanukkah the other place, or was it both Christmas family. Uh so I got to do Christmas at my dad's. Yeah, you do Christmas Eve, of course you would do. Yeah, and and I yeah. got to do because my stepdad was was raised Catholic, so I got two Christmases and a Hanukkah. Oh, oh nice. wow! And my dad, like like he did Christmas. He did Christmas like it, he could make make up for the rest of it yeah. on oh, Christmas Day. That's so like <laughs> I got the big like. When PS2, when that was the Christmas, I, mean, I got the I mean, that's the best PS2. Christmas Bro. present that any a boy our age you know, has ever gotten. I cried when I got <laughs> yeah, my PS2. You did? Yeah, because I just, I, I couldn't fathom that my parents bought it for me. There weren't even very good games when it first came out. That was one of the big problems with the PS2. Really? You yeah, there like weren't it? great games. No, there just weren't great games to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. I had like an NFL game, Gran Turismo, like yeah, racing that, game that it came with. Yeah, that game sucks. Yeah, that game, it was so hard. In a way, like as annoying as I'm sure it is for parents to be like, fuck, PlayStation came out with a $600 thing I have to buy now. Yeah. It also lets them like make their kids' dreams come true without having to think creatively at all. Yeah. Yes, it's like, yeah, you could just throw a check at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. One year, my dad, he he had money and then he didn't have money and this what was what did he do? He 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 gave me a he gave, first he said there's two more gifts one is coming a little later and he gave me like these gloves and he was like he was like he spread a rumor amidst the family he was worried that I was too excited for the next gift and it wasn't that big and then it was a go kart. 
Oh, and wow. let me tell you, we used this go kart. Wow. Twice. Uh, Whoa, no, why? Where are you? Because, where did you live? What the fuck are you gonna do with a go kart? Yeah. We lived in Potomac, Maryland. We had a uh, big like backyard, but I wasn't an outdoorsy kid. Uh, so yeah. like it was cool for that moment, but. Yeah, Not a lot of upkeep time. on a go kart too. Yeah. Yes, it breaks that shit yeah. breaks down fast. I love the smell of a go kart yeah. though. That mm-hmm. gasoline, like just in your nose. Also, go karts fun to race on one. So if it's just I can't one drive person. though. I've always been a bad driver. Uh, really? Yeah, I, got, I have my license, but like I had a really, I had to do the six hours. You do it in a car with another instructor, yeah. and he has his own. He didn't have a wheel, but he had gas and brakes. Sometimes yeah. they have a little wheel, which is funny to me. I wish he had, but he was like mean. Like he something, uh, and obviously, obviously, people who do this for a living, if you're gonna make your job getting in cars with kids who learn driving from Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, like you know, you're a little fucked in the head. You you kind of had a death wish going on. That has to be one of the most dangerous jobs. Oh, uh, it's definitely, yeah. That should be on the list over cops. They do a crazy thing where <laughs> when they pick you up, uh-huh. they have whatever kid was driving, they drive to the next house, yes. and they put that kid in the back. So now I'm like, if I fuck this up, I'm taking out another, you know, I'm yeah, ruining yeah, another yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. And, and this guy, we went on the highway, and again, like, I was, I think I was having, like, an anxiety attack. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, and yeah. as we're going down the highway, he pointed at places uh, two of his past students had crashed and died. Died? And what? Died. And what? not like This and, guy's wild. And not with a lesson. Not with a, like, that's where, you know, because they didn't look right and left. It was just like, that's, that's where... <laughs> Because life, this guy's wild. Life, man, it happens to people. Unless it would have been bad too. Yeah, but I, I was traumatized. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Least, a teaching yeah. moment. It was just, yeah. That's horrible. That's and wild. I keep wondering, like, you know, especially during COVID, I was like, do I go take driving lessons or do I just wait for self-driving cars? And, how and do you it's, feel? it's, I mean, I'd be lying to myself if I said if I'm ever, ever going to learn how to drive. Great, so you're yeah. not gonna know. Yeah, you're not you live in a great. You don't need a car. It's the one, the only part I'm rooting for Elon Musk is to figure out the self-driving cars. Yeah, yeah. I've been in Tesla where it dro- drove itself. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I, don't, I don't trust it. Yeah, you don't trust it. Do you trust you or the self-driving more right now? I uh, right now, escape from the city. You're in a car, Tesla. It's it's. Do you do you yeah, do the, the self-driving or do you or you drive yourself? I would I would not be one of the self drive like read a book. I'd be self driving like this. Yeah. yeah Just yeah. ready to be ready yeah, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel to you. take control. Yeah. Not a nature guy. No. I hate Don't nature like too. driving, don't like nature. I fucking I grew up with like, like a, a shirt with flowers. Yeah, that's the closest I'm willing to get. <laughs> Is it garden? I, I, I wish I'd grown up in the city. I like being yeah. in the city. Yeah. I, I'm better with nature now. But I think as a kid, I just I was like not athletic. I my my yeah. this grass makes my skin itch. I know I'm I was whiny. allergic to mosquito bites. Like uh huh, couldn't do shit. Even my you went to school in Miami. A huge mistake. Really, Bloody really. Mistake. I think you like you go to visit Miami and you see palm trees, and when yeah. you see palm trees, you go ah paradise. Yes. And then and then you're there for four years studying musical theater, and you go, what did I do? I. <laughs> what school did you go to? University of Miami. Okay. Do you and have a moment that you remember? It was like I I made a huge mistake going to school. No, here no. I think you just realize later. I think for me, like I was in the musical theater conservatory, and there were like by the end, by the time I graduated, there were eleven of us. How many and did you start with? Twenty, which wow. is so small. Yeah. And like that was the whole circle. That was the whole. 
mm-hmm. your whole community. And then you, you meet kids who go to NYU or go to Northwestern, and you're like, wow, they have a network. And instead, I moved to the city, and I just feel like I know nobody, and yeah, I don't have yeah. like this group, and I didn't find my people. And if you know the, I'm not really friends with with many of the people from that that sure. grade anymore. And they you didn't just, move to New York. Some of them did. A lot of them left the industry, or you know, yeah. one. You know, we 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 dated, and so you know, she's an ex, and we're like we're like friends now. Yeah. But it's like you know, it's it's not going to be. And and it's just a bummer. It feels it feels like. I don't ha- I don't have anyone to really talk about my college life with uh-huh. like in a casual way just like sure, hey yeah, oh, yeah, remember yeah. that thing yes and I went there my my sister graduated University of Miami uh-huh. and I, I visited the campus which is very changed because um, they get a lot of money but I remember I was like walking around like tears in my eyes just being like oh my god I spent four years of my life at this place and oh uh-huh. my god this thing happened there and that thing happened there and i just have no one to really like share it with on a regular basis and that sucks i feel that's it's just i did a lot of drugs in college and i don't talk to them anymore they're not with us anymore yeah. so i like don't have anyone to like go down memory lane with with those things sure um, sure about when i've like fell between the subway or smoked a cigarette <laughs> that's that's a fun time <laughs> i went i dropped my phone once early in the city and i uh, i just went down and got it Oh, you did. I just went down and got it. And I, didn't, I, I didn't even know I about trust, the third. I see your body. I trust you. But but when I got out, there was one moment where I did the, and it wasn't enough. <gasps> and like there was a brief second of like, did I just, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna die. <laughs> and then the second time I got up, and someone reading a magazine on the bench was like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> and that was it. After you're up. Yeah, I don't think I would do it now. Yeah. I also didn't know about the third rail when I did it. Uh, so I could have. That could yeah. have been the moment. As a New York kid, you learn about the third rail. It's like, what okay. do they? T- is it in school or do your parents Might tell be you? Your parents, because I would take the train to my high school and stuff like that. So it was like a big lesson: don't touch it. And the thing was about don't pee on it. Was sure. the big thing because I don't think my pee could make it. No, but if you're on the tracks, there's like oh, sure. a story I've said before. Like my mom told me a story that like a, a boy peed on the third rail and his current was so strong that it got electrocuted and his penis blew up. And that was the last thing he saw before he died. <laughs> There's no way that he like, there wasn't enough time for him to register like my penis and then dead. No, that's that's just a freak you. <laughs> that's what my mom said. She goes, she goes, it's the last thing you want is your penis exploding. And then you die. <laughs> is that Sebastian? Is that the last thing you fucking want? <laughs> That's good. That's good to scare a kid. I, it scared the shit out of me. I had to uh, – so a bunch of people – I taught a seminar for uh, musical theater kids from, I think, Ohio that um, came to the city to do, like, uh, casting director workshops. Sure. And I was, like, the fun improv person that was there. And they were asking for advice, and I was just like, it's hard. I think I was, like, one of the first people to be like, it's hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I think a lot about, like – I always think about, uh, like, I, I, if parents, I want to create a program where parents whose kids want to get into the arts uh-huh. hire me at this age to yeah. talk them out of it. I, oh. And I come over and I'm smoking a cigarette and yeah. I put it out on their forehead. And I, I, sh- I show them, I show them my resume uh-huh. and they go, oh, why are there no acting things after 2015? And then I, I show them my, my bank account <laughs> and then I lean out, I'm like, I'm 34 years old. <laughs> It's like Scared Straight the musical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> it's a musical? Yeah, the, I think You're like. You're going to sing to them? Yes, but only crack. <laughs> what you don't understand is 
the impossible, the, the rare, the, the unlikelihood that you're going to get to this level yep. and what these other levels look like. Because if you, if you really believe maybe I'll be on these lower levels, then you could assess, is that a life I want to live? I would take them, I would take the kids to watch the, the, the three actors they hire that Chicago the Musical hires to dress up like their characters yes. in the show. In the, the middle streets. of Times Square, and they hand out flyers, and they do like mini versions of all that jazz. And I would, I would say to those kids, I would say, "Listen to me. Someone auditioned for that, yeah, and didn't get it, and they're successful, and, and yes, and their friends were like, you booked, yes, the Chicago flyer handing out game, yeah, yeah, yeah. mom, I did it. I'm gonna be on 44th Street. <laughs> but what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? I mean, I remember we we had an older person who came in, and they say yeah. this. They say, if you can do anything else, do it. And and no kid goes, thank you, I'm out. Yeah, no one. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. But I wish someone was like, great. The reality is, if you're successful, you're going to be a a poor plumber, but you'll have to hustle every day to be that poor plumber. Yes, but I also think that the, the problem with these colleges is the teachers are incentivized, obviously, to not get you to quit. So yes. if a teacher says, oh, you don't have a voice to be the thing that you think you want to be. Uh -huh. They don't have the room to, to – that's why I like mean teachers because mean teachers will tell you there the truth. Go. Mean teachers will tell you the truth. Yes. And then you, then you, then you can finally actually make a, an informed decision. I think the problem with these art degrees is that they the solution is to make them more uh, varied. So, like, there should be a stand-up comedy class. Not a stand-up comedy major – because you don't know if you're going to be a stand-up comedian. But yes. if you do musical theater and you have the acting and you have a puppeting class and you have a stand-up, then you can at least find out where you're really good. Yeah. And then yeah, you need yeah. more interaction with the real world. It is jarring to go to a school and you're like, you know, the third best singer, fourth best singer in your class. And then you go to New York and you're the worst singer in the entire goddamn city. <laughs> and you did open calls. You would show up and go to those at like Ripley Greer. Sitting I only did one because I, okay. I realized, I think I had a moment where I was like, oh, this is not the way to make it yeah, with yeah, my yeah. abilities. Yes. I did. I went to the, the non-union Phantom of the Opera ensemble Broadway call just to see. Sure. Waited three hours. I was in line at, you know, Champion Studios or some shit. Yeah. And the walls so then you could hear everyone else singing and I yeah. would hear these astounding singers for the non-union choir roles and I was like oh I'll never make it this round. yeah yeah well that's yeah. good I, that you knew that immediately sure there's other people still still yeah. going to the equity buildings you go like and, you, and they're waiting hours the, the time wasted that's why I told my agent I'm done doing commercial auditions really I, I you'd, yeah. you'd be great in commercials. No, I only play the the fucking fat loser you don't want to be. You ever see like a subway ad? You cut to someone eating delicious sub, and then you cut to the guy with a burger that spills it all over his shirt. Do you? Do you? I I, 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 I had an audition that I had to go in the room. I had to take my shirt off, and two fit actors that didn't do comedy had to stand there and make fun of me because I wanted to sign up to work out. So the two fit actors had to stand there. They made fun of me. I stood there with my shirt off, and the casting director goes, great, just stand there and look sad. And I wasn't allowed to say a word the entire time as these two actors just looked at my body and made fun of me. If I had gone to audition for that with you, I would have forgiven you a lot sooner. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> No, I, I feel that way. I was like, what the fuck? And I would spend hours at these places for commercial auditions being like, great, I booked a few. You know, like, who cares? Sure. But that that's, I, I don't know. It's it's such a, I'm, I'm glad I still do what, what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish I'd figured out the things I was good at sooner. That's, uh -huh. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. But, and I just think college is too expensive to like, 
to do four years of of this it's a waste of money yeah yeah and it's but but it's necessary in, in certain ways yeah, i don't think i don't fields. think at 18 yeah, yeah. as much as my fantasy is that like at 18 i'd move to the city and figure it out yeah, yeah. like yeah i wish i had 18 i moved to the city and started at ucb yeah sure. and and figured life out but i do think i was not i'm not i wasn't one of those mature kids Neither was who could figure Same. that out at that age yeah. i would have been a fucking i yeah. would have been lost and a lot of the people that did that were lost yeah, it's only what Zach Woods that did that that one. Yeah, yeah, but but these teachers, I, I think these programs are spreading. There's more and more. There's now a comedy major at Emerson. I know. And again, like I I don't think it's inherently bad to be like you want to do comedy. But if I was to make a comedy major, there'd be so much about producing and editing. It would be yeah. it would be such a full gamut of like being in the entertainment industry. Yes. And then as you're going along, you could opt in for more of these classes or less of these classes. A class how to sit at a table and go from bits to normal to sad talk. Yeah. Bits to sad talk. Yeah. And instead <laughs> they have like a class like when I was in theater they would have like the makeup class and it was like this is not as important this is not You'll never you're, you're do out your own of makeup exactly, and they're part of like a. It's a different. It's teachers who quit in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, and the problem is a lot of these teachers, and it, I think some of them can be great. There's no, I don't feel like shaming teachers writ no, large, say it. They're but failures. there's plenty of them that fail. Yes, they're yeah, failures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That failed. Yeah, and then are projecting it on you, and it's like yeah, and also it's it's totally different than three years ago, comedy. Trying to of break course. how to make like so even like a, a program if you graduated three years ago is not necessarily the I'd algorithm be way more valuable is to a comedy course now 100%. than a sixty year old yeah yes. absolutely a thousand unless percent. they're really in tune or but whatever you but you could go out and do stuff sure and a sixty year old can't or doesn't yeah. want to yeah you don't want I, to teach a class I feel like I honestly I think like I would enjoy like I think I would enjoy like stand up comedy like workshops I love talking about like joke structure and things uh-huh. but I do feel like. Uh, this, there's a lot of people who teach those classes that you look at them and you're like, who's teaching the class? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. And I'm like, sure. oh, that's what it all is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that we got you to spiral. Yeah, I have. I have so. I have, <laughs> I have, but I have so. I have so many regrets for college and and sometimes I I like I don't think my parents could. I, I when I was a kid, I was just like, I want to be. A Broadway star, so I have to do this. Yes. No one could have talked me out of uh, majoring in musical theater. Really? No one could have talked me out Were of it. Were your parents into musicals at all? No, I think they just... You were just they, a star in high they, school? A, they like, had some money. Great. They had some money. Yeah. And B, I, I was always geez. like, I was always functional. I was never like, oh my God, this report card is insane. I'm not saying I was the smartest, but I always sure. like, I never fell way by the wayside. Uh-huh. And so they're like, he's got it. And I think I just fell for these teachers who professed to know the secrets. And I thought, like, oh, I'm going to be so good at singing or I'm going to be so good at acting that it just kind of happens. Yeah. And, like, I remember I had a meeting with, like, the, the head of the musical theater program at the time. And I was like – it was like the, like, general, who are you? What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to be a leading man. Oh. And he was like, sure, you could be an offbeat leading man. And I said <laughs> – Oh, sorry. Did I, you misheard me. I said leading man. And he was like, sure. Weird, lanky, Jewish leading man. And at the top. but And, and I remember that moment only because yeah. he was trying to tell me something. But I was at the age where I was – I, I thought that I could play – uh, uh, you know, w- 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 Jean Valjean or, or like that I was uh, – uh, some good look. I thought it was good look. I thought it was better looking. I thought I wasn't a little bit You're weird. You're a good looking guy. You're good sure. looking. Sure, sure, sure. I seen your shirt off. 
Sure. You got but, the cum guts. But then say, you but then you say the best Jeff Goldblum. You say, oh, you, you, you got to be like, you got to be different. Sure. You're not going to be... Uh, I'm not going to be the guy in Carousel, Billy no, Bigelow. No. Like, someone should have said, oh, you want to be a blue-collar worker? Your maid made your bed until you were 18. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're going to play... You, you don't look like a guy who, who's ever picked up a hammer. You're never going to do this. And I and, and that's why you want a mean teacher. Yes. You want a mean teacher who says, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want a teacher who says, like, you know what? Get a hammer and a nail. Hang up this painting. Yeah. Hang up this painting. You're gonna play a carpenter, mm-hmm. and and then I and then I'd start crying, and I'd, I'd I'd break the wall, and then they'd say, "There you go." That's what you need. But instead, <laughs> instead, and, and I I feel like teachers like not not to be not to be like everyone's too sensitive, but I feel like people are scared of lawsuits. Yeah. Colleges, you're paying all this money. You want tenure, and and especially in the arts, of when you need some objectivity. I imagine everyone's too freaked out and and people just never find out the truth. And you know people who never find out the truth and they're 60 and they're 70 and they're 80 and they can't afford health insurance. And you're like, if only someone had the chutzpah to say, you suck. I'm quitting after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you're good. I'm, I'm you truly know you're good. quitting. I'm trying. No, I, I get by. You know what sucks? I'm at the place where I make just enough money. Mm. Just an, I, may, I can make, I can live. And that's the worst fucking place to be. Let's get a homeless guy in here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just enough. I thought I had it bad. Let me tell you, the worst thing that could happen in your life, homeless man, is if you're good enough at comedy just to skate by. No, it's just like awkward, like, like, I'm just constantly poor. I get that. Yeah, I like, like. But you've, but you've had enough. You've, you've had, you've had like enough. Cool things. You you know that you that it could happen. Yes. That 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 no, money consistent money. You go on You've stage, had, you hear people I've laugh. Had pilots that don't go. Yada yada stuff. You like in that, that? Weren't you in that show that was on Pop? Or what was the network? Yeah, Pop. I am yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you've done it for Pop. You've done it. Like I I was I was like the General Electric spokesman for like two years. So I'm like, oh, it could happen. There, there's a world. Sure. There's yes. A world. There's a world. I make good money. There's a world. Well, well we can't talk about the SAG. Uh, oh no, yes. <laughs> No, fuck around. I mean, if I was non-union, I could work a lot more. I miss those days. I worked a lot. Oh, I, isn't that crazy? Oh, it's not. My, my buddy got so pissed when he, he became union. I. It's so fucked. Well, that's the problem. That I mean, I certainly lose some of the strength of the union when, like, I would tell my friends, like, don't join SAG until you have to. I Cause, know. Because I think there was a different time where, like, if you wanted to work in movies. I think what's so interesting about the strike is, like, you have two very different groups of people. And it's people who don't really work, mm-hmm. who are obviously more than happy to be on strike yeah. and then you have people who are like like this is their work and it's it's not to say that like uh, you shouldn't strike at all but it's like it's two very different worlds yeah. like some people were like uh, with the writers strike they're like oh you're gonna threaten writers with poverty we're all poor and i'm like no some people they have the a majority is poor though and sure, sure but it's like this it's it's very interesting because you have two very different groups kind of talking as if they're coming from the same place and they're not 87 percent of people uh, well, that's what we were just talking d- about. Don't, don't have health insurance. Don't get health insurance that's from SAG because they don't make twenty four. Of course, I had it when I did the General Electric. I, I've had it. I've had a few years too. And let me tell you what the worst thing is to have it and then to lose it. I've done that <laughs> journey to call it Medicaid. To, to, from level one to level two. Oh to God! Nothing. You had to say goodbye to the doctor. The yes. doctor was like about to put in the new heart, and he was like, "Oh." <laughs> you didn't book. Good book. Maybe new headshots. <laughs> if, if if blue bloods would air just a couple more times, I could fix this artery. 
I know. I miss it. I there were so many medical things that you did in that time. In my mind, I was like, no, I wish I had. In my mind, I was like, oh, when I get SAG insurance, that's when I'll get this checked out. That's when I'll deal with this. Yes. And 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 now I'm like, oh, buddy, you got to get this checked out. It's about to fall off. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My advice for anyone out there: when you're on your parents' insurance, do everything you possibly can. Again, these, these are just so many ways that we just don't prepare. Just do everything. No, there's a lot of, yeah. I How wish, could you prepare? <laughs> I wish my parents sat me down and be like, great, go to every doctor and just get scripts for everything for a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think my parents assumed I would have health insurance right now. I know. I'm on, I'm on it's called, I think it's called catastrophic care. I'm nice. still on that. Nice, yeah. And that's like. I'm on Medicaid. Yeah. Yeah. I have to renew it. I just got an email. I, I worked for a bank until I was 26. Wow. So I had health insurance and Chase, I had money. Chase the yeah. bank. You heard of it? I, yeah, I Chase I'm, the I'm bank. I'm a member. You're yeah. a member? Yeah, yeah, I'm a member I as realize. well. I didn't realize we were talking to a member. Of and then you lose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I lost. I mean, I lost. Yeah. It's a totally different life. I yeah. live a totally different life That now. shit people don't. T- no one tells you about this. That you don't have health insurance. But I didn't struggle like that my whole 20s. I think the biggest thing about having money is just like not having to deal with the medical system the way I, I do right now. It's just yeah. a fucking nightmare. It's sad. I know. People with money don't. Yeah. My primary care physician just quit. I got a letter, and he was like, he's gone. He quit. And well, he left. They just said he left. They didn't say anything. I was like, did he kill someone? Is he bad? Do I need to ask all the questions again with someone new? He yeah. likes making jokes. And I was like yeah. really like paranoid. And if I asked him, I asked him. I said, I worry sometimes that I, you know, my, my uncle had dementia, and my dad's weird, and maybe I have dementia. <laughs> Your dad's weird. You're thinking of early. Oh, this is early why you're, early onset dementia. Oh, I'm sorry. And then he was before. like, well, uh, you, uh, you know, you could. And I was like. That's not funny. I was like, please. <laughs> I was like, please, can this be a non-joke space? Yeah, yes. yeah. So one place I don't want jokes. A thousand percent. And he, he would fuck with me constantly. Oh, God. Will you t- he saw you online or you told him you do comedy? No, I think he was just, he was, he was just, he was Jewish. And maybe maybe he thought as like and I felt like, Oh, you're a Jew, you understand my anxiety. Yeah. But no, he just he just would fuck with me. Jesus. Maybe that's why he was fired. Or one of his patients ended up having early onset dementia <laughs> and didn't take it seriously because he was joking about it. And I'm next. <laughs> was he like uh, he was just a primary care physician, not like a dementia specialist by any means. No, no, I'm trying to see I was trying to see like a brain person, but like the number of hoops I have to fucking go through. Do you through smoke weed? Shit. Uh yeah. You I do, do uh, more mints. Okay. Edibles. Yeah. I like edibles. I'm I'm a two and a half type of guy right now. I'm a two and a half all the time. Especially if I if I'm I like really like if I'm going on the treadmill or if I'm doing like a boring workout, I like mm-hmm. taking that. It makes it more fun. Yeah, it's ba- it's just enough to feel okay about life. Social, I mean my girl if I'm with my for her events. Uh huh. I'm just 2. socially 5. awkward and two point five makes me really yeah chatty. A little calmer, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. wants to make jokes. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. what she wants. So I like that. So maybe it's that. Yeah. I no. don't know. No, I think that helps actually. I was because I smoke every day, and dementia is scary. Like I think my grandma has it, and I'm just like that existence is just like wild to to the point where it gets really bad, and it is scary. I'm like I would not wish this on anybody, and it, I'm just like in you my said head. You think though, has she been diagnosed? Or you no, she think? is. No, hundred oh, percent is has twenty four hour cover. Like I lived with her for a period of time, and it's like. It's only gotten worse since I lived with her, and it's just like not good. And I just yeah, think yeah, about yeah. her life every day, where she doesn't know anyone, and it's just a constant loop of like three minutes of not knowing. It's just like sure. that she knows my dad. I think who goes every day, but it's just like not good. And I think about that. I'm like, I can't even imagine living like that. I want to do everything I can to prevent it. So I'm like, I smoke weed every day. Is this bad or good? And I think it's good. <laughs> but I'm like, it's good. That's what it said in the. I'm looking at yeah, these. But, but, but I, then I go back and forth. But I'm like, I, I do feel slower 
because I smoke weed every day. But I, apparently, it's not bad for dementia. It's just so complicated. It's like eggs. I had one doctor who said, you know, don't eat the eggs, the cholesterol, and then the other. Yeah. This doctor said, eat as many eggs as you want. Yeah. And. It's well, that's the other thing. You don't know anything. And then if you really look into the science of it, my dad got me a book about cholesterol, a little like pamphlet, and I'm just trying to read this. And I'm like, I don't understand a goddamn word. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, I'm yeah, a half yeah. a page in, and yeah. I've, I'm like, I can't comprehend what any of this means. Yeah, that's the thing with people who are like with the vaccine. You're like, you're like, could you understand? No, I know I'm, st I know I'm stupid. I just wish these other people realize, like, oh, they're also stupid. Yeah. Yes. And it's not that, like, it's not that, like, maybe there's questions, but it's like you don't even know which ones to ask. I know. I, know. I think about that all the time. Like, I was in biology class with you. I, I know yes. that you were not. You couldn't understand what an ATP is. There you should be like a very you know, basic a cell like, membrane. Grade, you know, are you like smarter is, than a fifth grader? Like, yeah. they should have to pass that in science. And, and now that's you're the posting tier these of things. Twitter. You're allowed off. Like, yes. Yeah. Or yes. how many people are allowed to see your views? Yeah. That's like, it's wild. But. Yeah. I have no idea, but I do think about that. I went to the emergency room because I thought I was having a heart attack. I went to a cardiologist. They're like, you're good, man. You don't have to come here for 10 years. What happened? No, I just get anxiety it's about like, I convinced myself that it's all going down. The ship sure. is he took Molly. The ship is sinking. You took Molly. I took Molly and I went to the eye doctor <laughs> and I had a panic attack in the eye doctor. I thought I was going to be blind. He took Molly. And he was like, bro, you're good. He took Molly. He like dilated my eye. No, that's... Well, I did coke, and then I thought I was going to Oh, there we go. There we go. Well, drugs I can't do. See, I realize you, I can't you do. You say you're paranoid, but, like, I could never do coke. In your life. I mean, I did it, like, twice, like, little amounts. But, that like, only, but yeah, like that casually with all the fentanyl shit, like, no well, This was in 2016. That, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really. That, back back when no one had ever died of coke. No, well, I just wasn't. <laughs> fentanyl, I guess, wasn't a thing. Like, I think it was a lot less in 2016. People oh, for sure. Of coke. Like, now fentanyl is like one time. Heroin you try like, it. isn't even heroin really anymore. It's most. It's just fentanyl. And I just watched his doc. It's not even fentanyl isn't even enough for some people now. Now they're combining benzos and fentanyl into the same thing and selling them to people. Part of it, though, the reason that it's so imbalanced because they don't want to necessarily kill their customers, but they, they use, do. They, no, but well, so, sometimes because it's a good advertisement. It's, it's good like, advertisement. It's, it's like if someone like died of laughing too hard at one of my shows. That would be great. The sales will go through the roof. That would be. <laughs> you show up to the funeral and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. just tease with the mic. Oh, will I talk? <laughs> I was gonna slip some fentanyl into one of their drinks so people think it was the laughter. <laughs> But it's also because they use a they use a Nutribullet to mix like the powder. Are you kidding and, me? And Nutribullet is not ideal for powders. So sometimes sometimes you you might get a line that's Ooh, just all the flour or whatever, just oh. the cocaine, and then you get the other line that's all fentanyl, and that's wow. when you die. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't I don't think it's like a who told you that they're using Nutribullets? This I listened to it was a, a podcast called The War on Drugs, and it was specifically about someone who studies the rise of fentanyl. Wow. Don't be anxious. You don't do coke. I am anxious. That's an easy way to. Solve I know that I don't, problem. but still, it just made. I'm not scared of roller coasters. I don't go on them. True, that's true. Like, what are we yeah. talking here? Yeah. Right? Don't be scared of coke. You don't do it. You're right. Feel bad for the people that are out here that are addicted that have to deal with this bullshit. That's true. I should I should be more sympathetic. This is beautiful that you came on. Yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> on, John Marco. It was fun. Time. I have a question. Great time. Please. You still mad at me? Are we are, oh, are we cool? Are we all cool? I I honestly leave with the grudge. I'm fine with the grudge. I honestly I honestly say that. Whatever that was, it faded a long time ago. That's and I think fun. it's just because we we used to see each other at what was that space UCB was occupying for like a half second? Oh. Uh, remember they it was like Fridays through Sundays or whatever. Oh yes, yeah, so we, we ran into yes, each other yes, in, in yes. those in those spaces. Yeah, 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 yeah. And every, everything everything was so I promise. There we go. I promise. Well, I have no grudges against you. 
It's good. <laughs> I would hope that um that next time I see you that you're eating a banana as well though. That's the only thing I hope. Yeah. I'm gonna go buy some after this. <laughs> nice. What do you want to plug? Uh I, I do stand up. Find me online uh and just come to shows. But but listen to my podcast. If you're a podcast person, the yeah. downside with Jamarco Cerezi, it's a good time. I love that. Robbie? Glad about nothing. Beautiful. Keep right. listening. Follow the YouTube. Follow the Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. All the same stuff. All right, Robbie, hit the music.